It's Ed, and today I want to talk a little bit about trust. Trust is lacking, and we need to learn how to get some trust back. It's it's not easy, and it's not going to be fun, but we need to start talking to people. It's very important, people. You know, 50 years ago, May, in the month of May, there was an incident on a hill called Blanket Hill. I don't know how many of you can remember Kent State when the National Guard was called out and they ended up shooting the Kent State protesters. That's a breakdown of trust. You know, Nixon, he allowed troops to enter Cambodia, and that caused a heck of a lot of heartache for many, many people. It's not easy to understand turmoils. And once you get turmoils on both sides, like on Blanket Hill, when those 28 National Guardsmen were surrounded, all they could probably think about was they were fixing to get beat up or die. Well, it's apparent what happened. The fear drove them to actively shoot into the rioters. People died that day because of violence and fear. Misunderstandings and our political leaders that are out of line. A lot can happen. Innocent people can die you know now's the time to be thinking about one another I don't like a lot of the things that happen around me it's not easy to address a lot of the things that happen in the world but when we address issues that are around us, we should do it in a proper manner, not with anger and violence. This is very hard, especially when you feel you're lost, destroyed, forgotten, misused, mistreated, abused. Maybe you're hungry. Maybe you see the person across the street has more than you. We've got to learn to control all of these emotions, all of these needs, or are they actually wants? You know, I sat here and I watched some of these lootings and some of the riots. It breaks my heart, really, people. I don't understand 
how so many can be forgotten and how many forgotten can forget about themselves. Let me share this out. Sometimes I just don't think about that. I get thinking about other things and want to get talking, so I forget to share to all of our friends out there. And sometimes they end up being late to the show. But as always, we usually get quite a few people over here on our live cast, castbox.fm. It's a wonderful platform, people. They allow you to cast out. They give RSS feed. They give you a place to store your material, your content. And, you know, when you find people doing that sort of thing, CastBox, you can do it for free. And when we have the ability to sit down and talk, it can release so much turmoils. You've got to sit down and think and rationally try to put your thoughts out so people can legibly understand them. It's not easy to do. It's really not easy to do. And it starts with trust, people. The number one thing, trusting yourself. Because, boy, if we don't trust ourselves, we can't even think about trusting others or situations or areas in our life. We really need to stop. We need to slow down. You know, I'm a white guy. I have black friends. I have Mexican friends. I have Indian friends. And... I don't really understand how they think sometimes. And it's because I was not raised black or Mexican or Chinese. It's a different culture, a different way of life. And sometimes we get these culture clashes I understand why the black people feel kind of downtrodden. They went through a lot in America. And yes, they still do, people. You know, we sit back and sometimes we don't recognize. But yeah, I see it. There is systemic racism still here in America. And it's not a good thing. Building that trust, finding the trust, really comes from being honest with each other. You know, people don't like each other necessarily. And that's because they can't trust each other. Well, when people talk about each other and they try to form cliques, these these are hurtful things to people. We should be inclusive to all. We should try to understand all. We all matter. Yes, black lives matter, but we all matter. 
that's for sure. I sure want to empathize with all the different races out there. Because, yes, I see certain things out there that really make my stomach quinge. But there's bad apples in each and every society. The way we clean it up is to call it out. Sometimes it's hard. But let's learn. Let's learn together how to address issues in a calm, rational manner. Here in America, we have the rule of law. It's a beautiful thing. I was speaking with a friend last night, Jim. And Jim's down in Southern California. You know, in one of those areas. Got to be careful. And Jim, he's an older white gentleman. And, you know, I don't think Jim's really worried because he explained to me that him and his family members that are surrounding Jim are in a good area. They have uh, good communication with each other. Hello, welcome to the room. So... We have people worried, but I don't see a lot of fear from those people that actually sit down and think about things. If we apply our brain before our brawn, sometimes the outcome can be a little bit better. Definitely. (laughs) It's not easy to get along, but if we start little bit at a time, try to learn a little bit about somebody else. Somebody you don't know. You know, I suggest going out and meeting a homeless person. I like to talk to homeless people. Some of the best conversations can come from those people that have nothing. And it is amazing how... People forget each other. Let me put some glasses on and I might be able to see that chat room a little better. I see there's a few people. Yes, it's story time. Always a good story time. Dead America. Yes, Dead America. That is our main podcast, people. Deadamerica.website is our website. And we just started season three over there, by the way. Some very good conversation coming in the next few weeks over on Dead America. Some great people, interesting, and full of knowledge. These people, I love to talk to people that are uh, smart. Smart people, well, they can teach you a lot. Don't feel stupid or dumb around smart people. Feel like a sponge. You know, soak everything you can up. It's the way to do it. Learn what you can. I can always take a call. Yes, you're always welcome to call when I'm here on Keeping It Real. Welcome to the room. 
Let me put my headphones on so I can hear you. Okay, take your time. There you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, How are you today? I'm great, sir. It's been uh, like a dull day without doing anything because of lockdown, but thanks a lot for having me here. How are you doing this morning? I'm having a wonderful day. It's, uh, It's one of those days that I just feel... Something miraculous is going to happen to everybody yeah. out there. You know, I, I love those days. I love feeling good. And that's those days I like to inspire others. Yeah, we all have those days and we all have the rough patches, which, which we're going right now. And I thought when I read that Dead America, I think you might be talking about the Americanism, which is dead or dying these days, something like that. Well, Dead America is my main podcast, and we actually focus on lifting people up, and there's a lot of people in America that are confused. They feel forgotten, left out, and there's a lot of anger, hostility, so it's kind of like we're dead in America, and the show Dead America it's about trying to fix and repair how people well, are actually, feeling those in America. Those are the things which actually make America what it is. I mean, America is always about like security, about everything. See the land yes. of opportunity where you can go and work hard and your work hard can get you what you want, can make you what you want to be. You can be anything you want as long as you work hard and have the principles about it. But that notion somehow as being an outside a spectator, it's been dying throughout the century, throughout the words. You see what I'm yes. trying to convey here? Yes, yes, you are absolutely correct. And I live in America, and I see it, you know, but a lot of Americans don't. There's that hypocrisy going on and blindness, and that gets dangerous. And I love America, and you as a foreigner, and I speak to a lot of people around the world that, look in and they understand and they don't want to see America go dark because like you said, America's principles have always been the value that people seek and we're losing that. Because you see sometimes what happens is like you cannot see what is going on your in your body, but somebody else can see it. You know, I can sense that yes. you have got some beefy muscles and over the week or the or the couple of months or maybe you lost some weight, or maybe you got chubby or something like that. You cannot see it because you're seeing it every day, but somebody sees you from outside after after a long time, and they can point it out very quickly. And when I say, like, I'm from outside, but I work with Americans all the time, I mean, I have a lot of American business partners, you can say, or maybe colleagues also. And what I've seen over the, like, after World War II, maybe let's talk about the history on that, Yes. But the American yes. notion has kind of changed, you know, before the time when, like, like all the Europeans, you see, the Germans, Irish, you know, Irish were dying, the, the, the great potato hunger kind of stuff. And they saw America as, a, as an opportunity, you know. Before that, it was just an, a land, backwater. But now they went to the America and, like, saw the America, the opportunity, and they got what they wanted. They did. They worked hard. They made America what it is. And... And they had some values, American values, which talk about like being brave, being 
being optimistic. This is this is the first thing that comes in my mind when I think about America and American people. Like they are very optimistic and confident, and they are yes. very hardworking. And if you work hard and you have the principles, the American principles, then you can do whatever you want. You can be anything you want in America, and it has helped a lot of people on that. It has yes. it has given people who didn't have anything to eat, who didn't have any identity, and they got everything in that that land of opportunity. In America, but it's yes. not feeding because of the reason is, okay, you you wanted to say something, and then I'll tell you why it is happening. What I think is is the reason behind that. I I would like to listen to you. Go ahead, sir. What I feel, I mean, it's going to be controversial. I'm recording it. Well, I don't really care, but don't put it in YouTube or something because I might lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll we'll keep it right here on Castbox for you. <laughs> okay. So what what you said as well was correct on that. Once you said like be brave and say what you want to say, say what is need to say, needed to say at the time. What I think is now the revolution about like minorities and other other ethnic groups. They want bigger share in the pie. You see, they don't want to work hard. They don't want to you know contribute on the society and work hard. Have the principle of that. And just they want to have the thing. They want to have the bigger pie, bigger share on the pie, without doing anything. And I think that is injustice to people who follow the actual root of America, like the principles and the morals and the work ethics that American had. You know where I'm pointing it out. You obviously know yeah. it as being an Asian man who was who studied in the UK and worked there. I can see that. I can sense that thing. I, although all the people, my cousins, even are working in America, and they got what they wanted there, and they were minorities, yes. they were brown people. Yes, you know, and and the thing about America is, we are that land of opportunity, that land of hope, and people outside still see it. We are going to come back. The, there's this thing about a generation thing. They say every third generation, you have to stand back up and it's time again. You know, like you said, after World War Two was over, America found this boldness, this newfound sense of direction that they had to become the police of the world. We should Great. not be the police of the world. We have to withdraw. Yes. I I like to keep it real right here. I I am an American and I will say how it is. But America has gone. What it is. I mean, the thing is, what Americans are thinking, like your qualities and value doesn't matter. You have to be in certain class of the society so that we can. So like we are American and we made these people like what it is, what they are today. You see a lot of guys, a lot of guys in the universities, the Asian and Jews were like very brilliant and small, uh, smart, and they deserve a lot of things, you know. But since these races, this class, yes. this community are usually very smart, you know, they get the chances on the university, on Ivy League universities, to, to the students from like Middle Eastern countries where like wars are going on, or like maybe Latino. You know that those people are not smart, but just in order to look good, look better. For the universities, they took do those people, not the Asians or Jews and, and maybe Catholic people. You know, I see like Midwestern people with the German ethnicity in America, how very smart, very smart, very brilliant people. You know, like, 
And with the values, with the Catholic values that they have, which is fading now over the centuries. Yes. And we have lost that uh, moral compass. And until the good men and women stand up and say, hey, this isn't right, it's going to continue. So that's what it's going to take to build trust is a lot of what I call the salt of the earth. You know, when, when salt talks, sometimes it burns because it's hitting those wounds. And that's why a lot of people here in America, they don't necessarily like me, but they listen. They're listening because they know what I'm saying is truth. And that's what we need. In the face of all the difficulties, we need truth. And that will bring hope to others. You know, I I get a lot of slack to the society right now. The political correctness, like what I say and what I... Yes. The political correctness, you know, like I have to be politically correct. I know I I have to talk about the minorities and and certain class and certain races. And it uplifts them, even the transgender and stuff, just to look good. But you know that it's not fair game, you know? Yes. It's not the fair game. That's right. That's right. You, you know, to to look good sometimes is a bad thing. Sometimes good people have to actually say some bad things to straighten things out. And that's, like you said, the political correctness. It stops a lot of good people because they don't want to, you know, be seen as they're a systemic racist or something like that. So they don't want to challenge the status quo. We need strong people willing to stand up and challenge and Mm -hmm. not fight, not argue, but actually dive in and understand the deep, difficult times that we are actually (laughs) living in. In my opinion, I mean, that that notion of, you know, like, the real America, the land of opportunity, that thing has long gone. It has died already. But it doesn't mean that you should not admire that thing. Like Those were the days, you know, when you have nothing but a dream and a will to work hard, go to a land full of opportunities and do you what you want to do. Have faith on the God, whoever you follow, whoever you worship. Have a faith in yourself. Have faith in your skills and be consistent. Be, you know, hardworking. And you can get what the life could offer. But now That's what right. happens is like, yeah, go for it, sir. You're, you're absolutely correct. You know, if you put your nose to the grindstone and think about the opportunities that you have, America has lost that value. But, you know, because of those great pin documents that America's founders pinned, which we call the Constitution, that says we, as the people, can stand up and take that back to those original values, and we really need to do that. More than ever, we need to invoke what they call the uh, Article 5, and Mm -hmm. we really need to have a convention of states where we hash these things out and by the state you know ignore the status quo when we ignore the you know incompetence and stuff 
who's more capable and who's not. What we do is like to succeed, you don't need to be smart or hardworking. You need to be from certain class and certain things and you can succeed all. I mean, you, if you're a minority or something like that, you can succeed on that because everybody wants to like say the society want to say, yeah, this guy was suffering for the war, but he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have a skill. He's not hardworking. He's, he might be a criminal or what, whatnot, but we made him this. This is what, this is what the notion is. He didn't, he didn't work hard. The society, the American society did that for him. On the other hand, yes, those guys were working hard, no matter who they are, which races they are, which religion they follow. If those guys are working hard and they are competent, they deserve that thing. They don't want, they wouldn't get that. You see, as an example, me, an Asian man working in the UK, but why I don't want to go to the US. They have a lot of investment banks that can work them, work there. But the thing is, a lot of guys, a lot of in America and Europe have seen that a lot of Asian guys are good, good in work environment, good in to see corporate structure. It's kind of, you know, uh, uh, a fact. A lot of uh, you see CEOs are from India, or the Google, yes. Google CEO, the the Microsoft CEO. They yeah. all are Indians. So there's like a, what do I say, a fact that the Indians are smart or something like that. They're, so they're brilliant people. Yeah, but what happened now is like that thing, that fact will will like undermine my capability as a man, as an individual, as a worker. And when I go and apply those investment banks, they will say like, yo, you're an Indian. I mean, there are a lot of Indians already working here. It doesn't matter how, uh, you know, like how educated or how much experience that you have or what you can put for the company and do for the America and the company. They will see like, yeah, you're an Indian, but if you are like from a guy from a country which is like having a war or like different situation or stuff, we want to look good and we will choose that guy instead of you. So this is not That's fair. That's correct. This is not. The... I mean, if you're, you're, you're absolutely like Latino right. Or if you're like a Latino or maybe a Middle Eastern who is like whose country is suffering a war, then we would look like a good guys, you know, like we gave the chance to this guy. But you are way more intelligent, way more, I say, you know, uh, I mean, you are perfect for the job and they are not. But still, we'll choose them just to look good. And this is what I call political correctness. It it is actually, actually, you know, against the law of the nature, the fittest will survive. It doesn't happen that way. And if you you cannot go against the nature, you see, on the long run, you cannot go against the nature. It's not going to work out. You're, it, you're you know, a very intelligent man. Yes, you're a very intelligent man, you know, because everything you said is very truthful and straight to the point. And if we can get more people opening up about this, because I know we're not the only one feeling this. We have a lot of people out there. And we have, as America, we have always opened the doors to those immigrants and it seems like people here now want to shut the door on immigrants it's it's not a good thing it's not a good policy it's not we about the immigration to... only i mean it's fair it's still it's still today it's fair you know before the world yeah. war ii uh during the world war ii americans door america's door was open for all the people who has 
who has the will to work hard yes. and have the skills and have the intelligence to do something to build an empire build a company that's build right. a corporate and build the america america was built by the immigrants you cannot forget that you all that's are right. immigrants that's right and this is we the harmony of the matter. That's right. <laughs> we have no That's issues right. with the immigration rights or something like that. But before that, before the time, like in before 60s or 50s maybe, that that immigration policies were, were like very fair, as I say. You are getting all the people, you think that they are good. They have intelligence. They, have the, they can, you know, prevail and work hard. And, you know, they have the quality to work hard and achieve something. This was the American thing. American way of doing that stuff. But right now you're not taking the guys who are you know, capable of doing stuff. You are taking the guys with the people just to look good, just to look good, those people who are like, you know, a lot of people are arguing on like, we should open the borders from Mexico and get all the Mexicans here because they're starving. You see, this is not going to work out because those Mexicans, they don't put anything, any effort on that. And I'm straight to the point yeah. of that. Before that, as we no, you're in, I can go to right. the U.S. and work there. I mean, if yeah, the Mexican you know, has something to put on the on the economy, he has some skills which Americans don't, or maybe like he has something to do, something to build, then they are welcome to the America. But if they just want to go there and like eat and like do stuff without get stuff from the government without doing anything, so they are not welcome there before the time, but now they're welcome. And all those people, the Asians, the European, the Eastern European, the brilliant people, the brilliant people with the, with the you know, principles and morals, they are not welcome to America anymore. Because yeah, this is something, you know, like you, uh, you, don't, you don't have to come here because you're intelligent or you have the principle. You can only come here because if you're sympathetic, I mean, you have, uh, you know, object of sympathy or something like that, so that we can look good. The government, American government, can look good. This is the thing that's happening right now. And it's not only about the America. I've seen this happening a lot in way worse situation than America in Germany because Germans have done something before. They have done two big wars, so they cannot discriminate people in any way. You see, so they are letting yeah. anyone in. They have the open borders. Anyone can come to the Germany and work there, do whatever they want. You and you know, I've talked to things. I've talked to a few German people, you know, and that Mein Kampf attitude is actually coming back into Germany. And when, if you speak to Germans that actually open up about how they feel, it's kind of scary, actually. And if we don't remember the past we're bound to repeat it and a lot of people are going down a dark road they're forgetting it takes all of us we are all unique people each and every person has a value to them they show an interest early in life if if you're a child you like to do something by the age of what five six years old we should start building on that interest instead of trying to push them into being a doctor or a lawyer or whatever profession. Let the child choose that through their interest and build on that. We really need to start thinking about other people 
and letting people be themselves, who they are. It is so important to understand if we put blankets over people and they're dancing around like ghosts, we never see who they truly are. So I believe in freedom of speech because the more you talk, the more people understand who and what you are. We need to open you know those values back up. Go and ahead. Ed, you know, you know what happens all the time is like people, men like you and me, who has a ball to say what has to be said, you know, like getting straight to the point without being politically correct. They That's might right. don't like us because we are too straightforward. But the thing is they listen to us and they know we are right. Oh, yeah. You see, they deep right. down inside them, they know they're right, but they have the guts to say that. And a lot of times they will, they're going to go argue on you, argue on that to you. Like, no, mighty is different, it's that, it's this. But so you, you know that what I'm talking about and you agree with me. This is the fact. You cannot change it. Look at the history. And I mean, what, what, you know, change in the infrastructure we are going through right now, maybe in the Western democracies. It's not going to survive for a long time, you know. It's going to be a clash or something like that, or maybe some kind of new re- 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 revolution or something like that. So I am fumbling because I'm sleepy right now. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I, I do appreciate you coming on. You know, that's what it's about. I like coming on and getting more people on and speaking. The more I come on here and we get together, we talk, the more people in the chat room build their conversation. That's how we fix things. When we set back and we point fingers and we accuse and we don't give proper guidance, well, the world gets ugly and we need to put hands on. We need people out there talking to one another. You know, we don't have to agree. We, but we do need to understand each other so we can come to a understanding, a medium. Yes. So basically, mm-hmm. I have to get going for the morning. I have a lot to do today. Uh, I could sit here for hours. You're great to speak with. But mm-hmm. I do want to thank you for coming on. And yeah. every time Not you see me on, come on. Right it's, All the it's crumbling. It is crumbling. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we really need to start standing up. So I'm watching the streets of America right now. There's a lot of people out there doing bad things, but I think we'll get a grip on this. Well, it might. I think because, because of the thing like American people are, you know, programmed their brains are programmed by the security and optimism and this corona thing happened and like you people are locked down in your houses for like three months and you don't have anything to do you cannot see your future you you cannot go back to the you know what your work and your businesses are shutting down and that triggered you know that that incident the george floyd incident i think it was just a trigger the human beings like social animal and if you take out the society from a social infrastructure, then what we left is an animal. And this is what's happening. I That's think. right. 
a caged animal. That's right. Uh-huh. Well, Mr. Brightside, I have to get going. Thank you for joining us today. It was uh, great talking to you. Thank you, sir. Enjoy your day. Yep. All right, people, I do thank each and every one of you that joined us here today. I'm going to be back on tomorrow. Let's talk a little bit more. And until tomorrow, thank each and every one of you. Enjoy your day, afternoon, evening, wherever you may be. I'm Ed Waters right here, CastBox FM, keeping it real. Thank you for joining us, Bobby.